At the Christmas table, a family looks to their leader. And for these many blessings you have bestowed upon us, we give thanks. Thank you for our continued health, our suspiciously toned physique, and the many spine busters in store for our enemies in the coming year. (laughs) Uncle Brock, when can we open presents? Cries a young boy filled with the Christmas spirit and a bit of eggnog. Maybe after the meal. Hey, how about this? We finish up, you clean the table, I take the dog out for a walk, and as soon as I get back, I'll give you the biggest present under the tree. All of the children squeal with excitement, minutes away from the moment they've been anticipating for weeks. Outside, Barack and Bark guzzle the cold winter air as they make the trek around the neighborhood. He's back. (laughs) As they approach a stop sign, Barack asks, Which way, boy? Left or right? Bark barks. Okay, right it is. Feeling adventurous, are we? As the pair go down a winding street unfamiliar to either, they find a two-story colonial house at the end of the road. The red bricks accentuate the perfectly strung Christmas lights. Jingle Bell Rock is barely audible at a distance, though it must be blaring in the living room. Through the closed curtains, Brock sees the silhouettes of jovial partygoers dancing and mingling, clearly enjoying the evening. See that there, boy? That's what Christmas is all about. Bark begins to bark. The barking gets louder and pointed at the house until he takes off towards the front door. Probably just smells gingerbread men, Brock thinks to himself, as he chases his dog, who is clearly agitated. Bark pushes his nose through the cracked door and scampers in, ignoring the calls of Brock. As Brock knocks on the door, the record stops and the party goes silent. Brock knocks politely again, but no answer. He gently pushes the door and says, Hello? Is anybody here? I'm sorry about my dog. The living room is deafeningly silent. He tries to flip the light switch, but the power in the home must be off. As a car drives by, Brock uses the light shining through the window to reveal the truth. There was no party. There never was. What? All of the guests were cardboard cutouts and marionettes. What? (laughs) Curious about the deception and hoping to get home soon, Brock takes another step into the home. Whoosh! The carpet carries Brock down, revealing a massive hole carved into the floor. He falls through the trap and into the basement. With the wind knocked out of him, Brock looks to his left and right and sees two human skeletons. The one to his left is dressed like a cop and has a golden tooth, and the one to his right has a hairy tarantula climbing through the skull. Oh my gosh. Brock hears footsteps coming down the stairwell and into the living room up above. He hears a voice mutter to itself, this is it, don't get scared now. Brock stands and looks above to see a man obscuring the light, peering down at him. I've been looking forward to this for a long time, Mr. Lesnar. You know, when I was a kid, I spent many Christmases alone. And as my holiday nemesises grew stronger, so did I. And now I've come for the ultimate Christmas matchup. Brock Lesnar versus Kevin McAllister. Oh my God! You give up or are you thirsty for more? No one's coming to get you. Brock smirked, wiped the blood off his lip, and said, Don't you see? You're home alone with me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, my God. Merry Christmas, uh, and uh, welcome to the Broxagon. It's me, Aaron, got Sean and Cameron here this week. And I got a question I'm so excited to share with you guys. Before we get into it, everybody doing good? Merry Christmas, everybody. I'm feeling jolly. Oh, yeah. Full of Christmas cheer. Even more so now. 
Oh yeah, the Christmas season is uh, full in effect, and it's it's time to get into a, a letter from a listener here. Uh, this is from Sarah in Tacoma. Sarah writes, "Dear Brocktagon team, as my family watches through Christmas movies, I have to wonder how would Brock Lesnar do versus an adult Kevin McAllister." I have to assume that at this point he has killed many home intruders and is not <laughs> squeamish at the sight of blood. For the simulation, Brock is completely unprepared wandering into a house. Happy holidays and best to you and yours, Sarah. Oh, man. Well, Sarah, thank you very much for the question. Uh, I like the idea that instead of like it being a one-off thing, Kevin McAllister just got a taste for blood. Like This is like a Dexter <laughs> situation. Right. He just, he just realized he was a monster. He was only a part of like those two movies, but in his mind, he's on like Home Alone 18, Home Alone 19. <laughs> it's the only thing that gives him a rush. <laughs> he's a pro at this by now. Definitely. I mean, he's an adult too. So like as a kid, he was just using what he could get his hands on, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like as an adult, he has a credit card and can go to Home Depot. Yeah, exactly. Like instead of like tax or whatever on the floor, he can use like, sharpened shurikens or whatever yeah, landmines <laughs> yeah like as a kid like the scariest thing he had was a tarantula the traps are going to be upgraded to adult level like mm -hmm. brock's going to open a door and there's just going to be like 10 komodo dragons or something you know <laughs> like a wall of flame floors exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Or like instead of paint thrills. cans, it's just like automatically turned on chainsaws it sounds like at this point though it, it's the thrill of the hunt for kevin because if he really yeah. just wanted to be a normal serial killer, he could have just shot anyone that got close to his house. So it, it, it's some kind of thrill of the chase for him. Like it yeah, can't be impossible. He's, he's a trapsman. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But what concerns me about Kevin, and I, it sounds like he's only getting stronger over the years, I just don't <laughs> think he's seen anything like Brock. Like this is his white whale. Right. You know what I mean? Like he yeah, might be yeah. too full of himself at this point. Yeah, I have to assume that he moved near Brock just for the opportunity. Yes, he's been staking this out for years. I feel like Brock, <laughs> he has to know, right, who Kevin McAllister is and what he's dealing with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's seen the movie. So he's, he's just like, I thought that was fake. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kill you, Macaulay Culkin. I'll kill you. He's like, wait a minute, that was a documentary? <laughs> yeah. I never knew that Home Alone was directed by Ken Burns. <laughs> oh my God, I would love to see. Yeah, like I a 10-hour anthology about yes. Christmas in Chicago or whatever. My dearest mother, I do not know where you are or if this letter will ever find you. Dear Martha, morale is low. We tried to breach the front entrance, but got bonked in the head by paint cans. And went book to book to book in the air and slid backwards down the stairs. We comedically knocked heads and it made a bonk sound. <laughs> Lovingly yours. Is it Harry and Marv? Yeah, you got Joe it. Pesci. <laughs> Harry and Joe Pesci. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's got um he's got Brock stuck in a hole, correct? Yeah, yeah, he's in the basement. Oh, that's a tactically okay. preferred position for Brock. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to huh. jump. Brock, they have the high ground. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks up and he's like, well, well, Kevin, I've got you right where I watch you. I see you falling into my trap. <laughs> if Kevin is smart, he will like be remote controlling everything from like a bunker in a different state. Like, <laughs> like... <laughs> he's, just, he's using drones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's had however long to like deck out this. You know what? Isn't this kind of just 
like a saw. Yeah, I, think I had the cool. same thought a second ago. And I said this the is same just saw. Thing. I think this is saw. Oh my god, Home Alone is just saw for kids. Yeah. Oh my god, the Home Alone movies. Oh no, are prequels. Oh no, to saw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jigsaw McAllister. <laughs> oh no. Does that make Saw a Christmas movie? <laughs> I think it does. I think it has to be by yeah. necessity. All right, let's let's put a number on it. Oh Aaron, what's God. Kevin's budget? How much money does he have? Because this is a guy that clearly is obsessed with hurting and stalking other people. So I'm going to assume he's not well-adjusted enough to have a high-paying salary and be able to afford this house. Give me a, give me a number. What's his budget? $5,000. He has $5,000. Okay. 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 You can do a lot with $5,000, but you can't do everything. Right. Yeah. So he could do the chainsaws. He probably couldn't do 10 Komodo dragons. Yeah. Well, I guess if you know the right people, but that's probably your whole budget. What? That's $500 for a Komodo dragon. That's an incredible deal on yeah. home security. <laughs> he, he should, if he gets that deal, he should take it and forget the whole Brock thing. No, no, no. Yeah, because now you got 10 Komodo dragons. That's, yeah. Dude, buy them on credit. You're going to repossess them? You're going to come and take back 10 Komodo dragons? No, you're not. You and what army? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The creditor has 50 Komodo dragons. Yeah. <laughs> Those are all the new IRS agents they've been adding. <laughs> just I'm, just imagining, I'm just imagining Komodo dragons, but like dressed as IRS officials, you know? <laughs> they have button up shirts, just, clipboards. Did you hear about Steve? Oh, yeah, the guy that was found ripped apart with teeth marks? Yeah, it was an audit. (laughs) (laughs) They found out about his offshore bank accounts and ate one of his legs. (laughs) This is what happened to Jimmy Hoffa. Like, they got him for, like, tax fraud. And they just, like, like, threw him in a pit of Komodo dragons. (laughs) President Biden's next press conference is, like, you guys better pay back those paycheck protection loans <laughs> or else. And he just moves the podium and there's another Komodo dragon in a suit standing there. Right? Yeah, it's got sunglasses on. Man, Komodo dragons are like, oh, I saw this video of like, they're the kind of predator that doesn't like wait for their prey to be dead before they like go at it. They just get going. Yeah. All right, this is horrifying. When I was a kid, I saw on the Nature Channel something about how Komodo dragons, once they bite their prey, always catch up with them in the end. As an adult, I learned that meant that like their their spit is like poison. So like if they bite them, or like stalk them and wait for them to die. But to ten year old Sean, that meant if you got bit by a Komodo dragon, you could go anywhere in the world and it would find you. Like if you got bit in Australia, you could go to the top story of like the Sears Tower in New York and you'd be like sitting there in your office and then you'd hear bing and the elevator doors would open and a Komodo dragon would just start walking towards you menacingly. Oh, man, I was so scared of those I thought things. it was safe. <laughs> I was in the woods of New Hampshire worried about Komodo dragons. <laughs> Every noise, every noise, every breaking of a stick could be a Komodo dragon. Uh, The elevator dings. It walks just a normal person, someone that you have for a meeting. (laughs) And then they unzip and it's the Komodo dragon inside. (laughs) He's been working with you for like five years just to build up rapport. Yeah. (laughs) Then he unzips himself. Macintosh. 
I went to your house. I met your wife and kids. They were delicious. <laughs> okay, I'm just, I'm going to get it out there now. This was a question I had planned for later on down the road, but we have serendipitously stumbled into Komodo Dragon territory. Oh. <laughs> Brock Lesnar... Brock Lesnar's in a Best Buy with 50 Komodo dragons. <laughs> Best Buy. <laughs> he does, he's wearing red UFC trunks and a Geek Squad hat. <laughs> yeah. He has no weapons, but can use anything in the Best Buy to fight the Komodo Great. dragons. Great. There's 50 of them. He Dear starts God. in that center console where you go for tech support. How yeah. many times out of 10? Does Brock survive Black Friday with Komodo dragons? dragons? I've given this to him nine out of ten times. I've tried to throw a number at it so fast. Oh, definitely. Best Buy sells like washer dryer combos. I feel like that's just like custom made Brock armor. (laughs) That's ammo to him. Yeah. Yeah, you can just rip off a door and like use it as a shield or like throw it at them. Guys, I don't think you're thinking about how many 50 is. No, I. That's a ton. I'm with That's you, a dude. Ton. They I, are huge animals. I, I'm gonna give it to him like whew, six out of ten, man. And I think the problem too with the Best Buy, it's hard to hole up. Like it's like a labyrinth in there. Yeah. Like, no matter where you turn, no, no matter where you turn, like, like one of them ground. can be like. See that? Can be that's hiding. actually what I was thinking. High ground is like an advantage for him. Can Komodo dragons climb? Because yeah. I feel like he. Like like well like do you think if Brock got on like the shelves where they store all the, like the fancy TVs or whatever oh they're like they spiders they can go upside down no they can't <laughs> shut <laughs> up <laughs> no they definitely can't but I think they're big and strong enough where like Brock couldn't stand like on a register like a checkout thing like yeah, one yeah. could easily but, like, climb up like there washer dryers I think I think one could reasonably get on top of a dryer so he'd have to like stack up some fridges. But even exactly. then, now what do you do? All right, now you're on an island of fridges surrounded by a sea of Komodo dragons. You're in a lot of trouble. I, I still feel confident about nine. I just Googled it. Komodo dragons, they can't really climb when they're adults. They, they get too heavy. It's because they lose their sense of wonder. <laughs> <laughs> they stop being curious. I mean, how... I don't even want to Google Komodo dragons because they still freak me out so much, but I'm going to do it for the show. <laughs> what if you, you Google it and it just says, like, for photos, look right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you mean native to New Hampshire? I'm, bro, I'm literally not even going to Google this. I'm not Googling it. Someone please Google how big they are. No, I'm afraid to. I'll do it. <laughs> Farewell, Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I need. They say... Once you Google a Komodo dragon, it will find you wherever you are. Uh, males can, I guess, get to eight feet, eight and a half oh. feet. And that's bigger than I thought. And uh, <laughs> that's way bigger uh, than I thought. I was thinking like 70, 170 to 200 pounds. Oh, oh, my God. That's a Dude, that's a person. <laughs> I'm a buck 70 right now. So like, think about like it's like me worth of a lizard. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Dude, I don't know about 50. Dear God. I keep looking at my ankles, dude. I'm so spooked right now talking about Komodo dragons. Dude, these things are insane. Yeah. Oh, my God. 50 of these things? Oh, man. Based on new information. (laughs) Yeah. He's opening up the notes app. An apology (laughs) is inbound. 
I might say four out of ten. Jeez Louise. Four is my same number. I'm going four. four. Yeah. Oh, my God. What really puts it in perspective is when there's like a person in the same photo. Oh, my God. Are they fast? I don't Cameron, know. don't pay me to Google twice. That. Don't, no, don't no, look no, it up. Cameron, don't no, look it up. No, stop, stop it. I looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> I bet we could just continue the podcast, Aaron, Sean, and a Komodo dragon. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, how was the new Brocktagon episode? It was pretty good. Cameron had a lisp, but other than that, it was normal. <laughs> and an Australian accent for some reason. Uh, 12 miles per hour. That's fast. That's like human fast. What? Yeah, 12? 12 miles per hour. I bet. Maximum I bet Brock, on land in a sprint. I don't it's know like, that Brock could get 13. How fast can a human, how fast is Usain Bolt? Like 20 something. <laughs> Brock is not as fast as Usain Bolt. He can't be. You don't know that. <laughs> Bolt reached the top speed of 27 miles. Oh yeah, he's good. He's so that's Usain Bolt. Yeah. So Brock, 25 probably. Okay, good point. Still, you're not doing that in a uh, Best Buy. Oh, oh, me and Cameron said four and four out of ten for Komodo Dragon. Sean? Um, yeah. Three. That's fair. Yeah. Three. Yeah, I. you guys know I love Brock, but I, you, you could talk me into four or five just because a Best Buy is, like, so out of the normal hunting grounds of a Komodo Dragon. <laughs> like, they're usually open. They like wide open spaces. <laughs> and I'm told they're usually online shoppers, so a brick-and-mortar retailer would be very unfamiliar to them. I I, I want to think that 25 of the Komodo dragons are just like checking out the 3D TV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of them Funny, is like... Maybe this will make sense for us. I could have the boys over. <laughs> two of them are like by the washing machines and one of them is trying to explain to the other how the warranty works. <laughs> so wait, wait a minute. I'm not, I'm not understanding yet. Like, what, what are the stipulations? I'm telling you <laughs> in plain English, Daryl, this is... <laughs> What if it was just like on the corner in the phone? Babe. Babe. Do we have a neutral bullet at home? Have you wanted one? Because it's marked way down here. It's like 40% off. I've been wanting to make smoothies out of birds. <laughs> you know, sometimes I don't have time to chew, you know? <laughs> They're like about to kill Brock, and then one of the sample TVs starts showing a nature documentary at 4K. They're like, oh, guys. That's Alan. Alan's on TV. Hey, <laughs> Billy. Billy, your brother's on TV. Look, it's Alan. Hey, oh, where'd Brock go? They buy that TV thinking that, like, <laughs> it's always showing Alan. We got to get. Th- Hang on, Alan. We're going to get you out of there. <laughs> Brock survives by posing as a Best Buy employee <laughs> and, like, helping them. <laughs> Brock wins 10 out of 10. It makes a decent yeah. commission at the end of it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a question. When I was reading that cold open, and it was it was Christmassy at the beginning, what did you guys think was going to happen? Definitely not this. I, I had no idea, really. I did not know where it was going until, like, right at the end. When you started talking about him walking down a street and walking past that house, I thought he was going to look up and see someone on the roof and say, Hey, buddy, are you okay? And then Santa was going to fall off and Brock was going to put his coat on and then become the new Santa Claus like Tim Allen. Heck yeah. But then I wasn't sure, like, well, would Brock Lester be a good Santa? No. Yep. See you next week. 
We're joined by Steph Curry. <laughs> Everyone gets boxing gloves and coal. <laughs> he walks through your chimney. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma got run over by Brock Lesnar. <laughs> he was moving normal walking speed. <laughs> <laughs> we blame the whole thing on Grandma. She should have known better. Okay, that that's the end of the episode. Get your numbers out there. Brock versus Kevin McAllister. Uh, this is uh, it. Six out Let's of ten. Uh, Brock went six. Yeah, I give Brock seven. If he gets his hands on him, Kevin's dead. It's it's eight. It's and eight. Brock wins eight. <laughs> six, seven, eight, right down the line. Yeah, Kevin gets a couple sneaky ones in there, but it's it's Brock. Uh, Sean, do we have a guest for next week? Oh, we sure do. I can't wait for next week's guest. Shout out to all you ultra marathoners out there. We've got the winner of the 2022 Ironman World Championship race coming on the show. Gustav Aiden. He's from Norway. He ran the race with a time of 7 hours, 40 minutes, and 24 seconds. Gustav is here promoting his new book. Uh, it wasn't worth it. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>